Askwala halakacak. <laughs> I actually just fucked myself up. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to Black Sousa Podcast, Season 3, Episode 25. I'm happy to be back with a full episode. I'm even happier to have somebody in the studio with me. Um, Lou is not gone. He is not forgotten. But we also have more white people. Sorry, I can't use the... Oh, man, I can't use the white. I have a white friend. <laughs> I can't have a producer that's not white. You know what I mean? Because it's 2022 and this is like my reparations. So I have a new white slave uh, in the producer chair. <laughs> Yo! Please, round of applause, ladies and gentlemen, for Luke. Ooh, that was quite a warm welcome. I'm, uh, I'm glad to be contributing to your reparations. So am I, baby. Yep. So are my yeah. ancestors. Oh, absolutely. Right. You got the Rage Against the Machine shirt on. Rage Against the Machine shirt. I am a Negro that likes Rage <laughs> Against the Machine. You laugh too hard at Negro. I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, you know, we'll process that later. That can be another episode. <laughs> yeah, I'll be crying. I'll be that. crying when I'm editing it later. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, um, uh, I fucked that up pretty quick, huh? Luke, man, nice to have you in the studio. Thank you for uh, being oh, a part no, of this. It's a pleasure to be here. Have you? I've met. I think I've mentioned you before. I definitely have because we've been working together sure. uh, a lot recently. Yeah. Uh, me and this gentleman right here are are working on a few fine projects. You've been hearing me say that I'm doing stuff yep. lately, but I refuse to say what that stuff is. Smart. I'm looking at your camera and not you. That's really stupid. That's I'm like waiting for you to make eye contact with me, but I'm looking into the screen of your camera. Where should I look? Should I look at the camera? I should, should be I looking look at, at my camera. I should be looking at you. Well, no cameras. No we cameras. look at each other. Let's do that. Fuck the cameras, Fuck baby. the cameras. It's me and you. Exactly. This is this is new vibes. I like this. this. <laughs> Let's <laughs> I look, do that. I like it too. Um... I will tell the people though. I, I do we need to tell them? I, I'll tell them. You tell them. I'll fill them in. Give them a little background. Um, Give them a little recap. We already recorded this episode. Yeah. But uh, remember last time I had a, you? Not you. I'm talking to the audience now. Yeah. Last time I had a guest on AJ Bate, a uh, great comedian and friend of mine. Um, the only one of the mics picked up audio oh that's annoying yeah that's fucking annoying so like one of our microphones was on and you could hear the other one but only through the other person's microphone oh. so it sounded like they were like <laughs> um and then we did the same thing but it's all my fault i take full responsibility because i let the same mistake happen without figuring it out i thought i figured it out i really did i thought i figured <laughs> it out because through that mixer i heard both like mm. I heard, but uh, you you know what the problem was. Yeah, yeah, it was just a little a little mix up. <clears throat> so now we are here again, and you're gonna have to do word for word the same shit. Well, uh, that, okay, that's so. fine. I can do it. <laughs> uh, first of all, let's give a little intro. Little who, intro. Who, the who the hell are you, bro? Who the hell am I? What do you well, do? Uh, you know, I work uh work a shitty nine to five in a factory for a living. Well, that's not interesting, but. You know, I'm a, I'm a pretty average white guy, you know, so I got to say for pretty average white guy shit, you know, that's that's a decent one. That's really good. Uh, what else? I like Rage Against the Machine. You know, it's a pretty average white guy shit. Blacks pe black people fucks with Rage Against the Machine. That's, that's true. Thing. That's true. But a lot of white guys who get dreadlocks fuck with Rage Against the Machine, too. Yeah. I used oh, to. You I don't know. know wow. You fired back quick. With I don't know if white guys get dreadlocks anymore. Real statistics. They do. They do. I have a really awkward moment between an audience member and myself. Like oh, shit. I think it was just before the pandemic, but my memory might be fucking loopy. It might have been like comedy clubs and everything opened back up briefly for like a month or two during the pandemic. Sure, yeah. So like it might have been one of those moments, but I was doing a show and I just straight up fucking 
started talking about how white guys with dreadlocks like always have the shittiest dreadlocks. I'm like, come on, bro. Like, what are you even doing at that point? Exactly. I didn't realize there was a, a gentleman in the front row, <laughs> white guy. And 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 for some reason, it just got really bad. Like, it, <laughs> well, yeah, I, 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 I couldn't not see for that some happening. Reason. I attacked the man and yeah. I noticed the man was standing there. <laughs> but I should be able to have my opinion. Yeah, why not? I didn't say he was a piece of trash. No, I just said it's appropriate and really weird to see dreads on white guys. Yeah, I agree. You know, the amount of times that uh, the idea has been reinforced throughout my life, it's been dicey. Cause, I'm not going to lie, you look like you had a dreadlock phase. Never, never once. <laughs> never Only went through Because you that. have the long hair. I know, no, I get that. And, you know, a lot of people have told me, like, you should get dreadlocks, man. It's what? Good. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, White I don't know. Why can't you just say black people? Black people. What the fuck just happened there? No. Like, you literally formed the B. It wasn't nigger. You weren't saying, yeah, look at me in the eyes, baby. Look at me in the motherfucking eyes. You just went to say black, and then you fucking choked. Is that is that okay to say anymore? What? I'm not sure. Don't ever like, be on my podcast and say some dumb shit like that. I'm not sure. I'm I, black. I little, How little... are you going to describe me? Other than to be like that black guy with dreads. If you didn't know my name and you had to describe me to somebody. I do know that you're Ethiopian, so I would actually just say, you know, a man but of African But if you didn't descent. know me, you son of a bitch, you don't know anything about me. And then maybe I bumped into you or something, and then you had to describe me to someone. And I'm a complete stranger. I and mean, what are you, you going to say? Because the only other word to describe me with. If I was talking to another white guy, I'd probably say black. If you're, thank you. Yeah. Because if you're not going to say black, you're going to say, oh. I, I had a moment of ch I choked. <laughs> I thought we were live for a second. I was like, what the fuck I am we I were doing? Live. I what am I we doing? Live. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what am I allowed to say right now? Uh, that reminds me of a really good uh, wrestling promo blooper. You ever watch like wrestling promos? Oh, yeah, for sure. It's I used to watch, such I mean, a fun I used to way watch to wrestling time. back when I was a kid. Yeah. I, I haven't seen wrestling in like, you know, at least 10 to 15 years. You remember years, Psycho so Sid? Yes, I remember Psycho Sid. Uh, I think he swore live on air. He like swore and flubbed the line. With JR. Oh, nice. And he's like, oh, can we can we take it again? He's like, this is a lie, pal. He's like, oh, <laughs> shit. Like, yeah, I love wrestling promos, man. <laughs> cocaine promos. Yeah. If you just great. type in WWF cocaine promos. Yeah, it's it's uh, hours of quality entertainment. Not hours. I mean, unless you no, watch there it are, over. There are hours of that shit. Wait, what? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, wait, do you mean just bloopers? No, like the. Oh no, there's hours oh, of promo. There's but hours like of to promo. find them is kind of like you have to dig. Oh yeah, you got to move around. You got to jump yeah. around because you know not everybody. But if you're on YouTube and you type that shit in, you'll get a lot of Macho Man. Yeah. Oh, so much Macho Man. Uh, Ultimate Warrior. Oh, Ultimate Warrior promos are fucking <laughs> like entertaining. Doesn't even begin to describe that. It's scary. Not, they're they're scary in moments. It's a good. Word. They're kind of like uh, you know, you know when you're scared though, but like it's a fun scary. Yeah. It like it dips. Like it definitely. He was a fucking psychopath. He legitimate. No, he legitimately had mental problems. And uh, was, uh, yeah, yeah. And apparently he wasn't a good wrestler because he injured oh, everybody God, he no, worked yeah. with. Yeah, he was a jerk. I don't know how we we didn't talk about wrestling on the last. Recording. No, we didn't. But uh, you know, I'm sure it will come up again. I'm very happy to have you here, man. I'm Solid happy addition. to be here. It's been fun working together. Like, Absolutely. Having you around is like, I don't know, a combination of you being around and then the work that we're doing and then the work I'm doing. like, yeah. And then the progression and then the, the scene itself, like the mm -hmm. comedy scene. That's been actually really interesting to, you know, navigate through lately just because I have, you know, in Hamilton here, we don't have a big 
comedy scene, you know, it's a little bit more of like a music town. So the live yeah. comedy thing kind of, I won't say takes a backstage to that, but you know, uh, it's, it's not as big as the music scene. It's not even that it's not as big. It's just not healthy. Yeah, that's fair. You I'm know, I'm not gonna really shit talk the Hamilton comedy scene, but like, there's a reason I don't really perform here. Sure. Like, so you know, going out to the scene in Toronto, it's been a much, much different experience. Hell yeah, it's a scene. It's a fucking scene. It's actually a My scene. Man. It's, it's like, more than you know, several. Or have we even gone comics. to the same rooms t- twice? I don't think. Maybe other than the corner, we go to the like the corner. Yeah, I've, we've been to a corner yeah. to, uh, to the corner a few times. Uh, back room. To, back room. We've been to numerous times. I think nothing fancy. We've been to a few times. <sighs> or maybe not with you. No, no, I haven't been. I haven't even been to that one yet. Yeah. Um, um, I'm very excited. I will give people a clue. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, something to give you a clue. Now it's going to be a tough clue. Yeah. But what we're working on can be surmised somewhat, uh, by some of the things on this shelf. That's pretty good. No, that's a good clue. You're looking at the shelf and you're piecing it together. That's a good clue. I mean, I'm piecing it together. Yeah, exactly. Cause you know what's going on. If anybody else is able to piece it together from what you just said, they're not. They're They're absolutely not. They're not good. Uh, But that'd be impressive. It's because I dropped the little hint, Mm. and now, hindsight being twenty twenty, from the future, you'll be like, "Oh my god!" They were like slowly dropping hints. You're gonna be like, "How did I not figure it out already?" No, you'll for sure. But this is the first clue, so I'm like, "You're not gonna get it now." But like, look at the shelf. Look, look at all the nice stuff on this shelf, man. There's a lot of impressive artifact in, on this shelf. Influential, inspirational, just fun times to be had. <laughs> uh, rub Michael Jordan's bald head for luck. <laughs> Thanks, my man. And Chappelle's, why not? And Chappelle's. Rub Chappelle's bald head for luck. That was weird. And Homer, and why Homer. not? There we go. Oh, Anybody that's else? Mr. Sparkle. That's not Homer. Mr. Sparkle. All right. Um, Simpsons reference. Every episode. Or when I'm not lazy or not forgetting, uh, this season has had a Simpsons reference. And since this is your first episode, uh, I will let you do the honors. Oh Try and God. stump me. And this is amazing because I knew that you were not going to. I knew. Because if you would have just thought that we were recording again, I asked you this last time. Mm. And you did the same thing. You're like, I don't know. Try and stump you. Yeah. That's, that's going to be tricky because you're the one who stumps me. Very often, you're you're throwing out the obscure um, ones, or you're like, you remember, you remember that one, you remember that episode, I'm like um, episode of what? And I'm like, oh shit, this is Simpsons. Fuck me. Uh, bold is the line. All right, let me give you like a softball. Uh, nah, uh, nah, too easy. I'm like the only one I can have. It, the only one I have in my head right now is like an episode that I just watched. But you walked, you walked into into the place when I was watching it, so you might get the reference all the way. I said shave those sideburns. Damn it. I said shave those sideburns, but I did <laughs> shave the sideburns. Uh, Daryl Strawberry. Not Daryl Strawberry. Fucking. Mattingly. Mattingly. <laughs> from the baseball episode. Yeah. Uh, foiled by my own shoddy worksmanship. Fuck. Uh, foiled by my own shoddy worksmanship. Oh, it's obviously Professor Frank. Nope. No? Nope. Fuck. I'm saying I'm trying to convey the line in the scene. Oh Followed by my own shoddy worksmanship or craftsmanship. One of the two words. It's not the soap do- soapbox derby race. No. No. Oh, but it is like, it it's is kind race. of an obscure, ep- not fully obscure. Like it's a good episode, mm. but it's not like uh, my boy's a box. You know what I mean? 
Like he's it's someone going over a cliff, right? They're going like over a cliff. They're dropping. You're not right, but you're not wrong. They're, they're falling though, right? They're falling. They're going over an edge. Going over an edge. They're going over an edge for sure. <laughs> oh, it's not the cat burglar episode where he says no, no. No, but you're close. Ooh. It's that season. Oh shit. It's that season. And it's like an episode like that. Like it's a known episode, but it's like off the beaten path type. Oh shit. I can maybe I it's killing me because this is like I watched that whole season like I binge. Oh, that's it. really good. <laughs> so they're like it's all like bleeding together. That's Fair the enough. Problem. Well, by my own shoddy workmanship. Just you just gotta tell me. I give up. I'll give you the episode. How about that? Before okay, give I give you the, the actual scene. Give me the episode. Marge becomes a cop. Oh shit, shit. Um, <laughs> is this when he's going on the there you on go the clothes hang, you fucking the clothes got it line in the jeans you ramp. got it baby thank you God, you got it damn. yeah really baby to that one too, baby. yeah baby that's like one of my favorite episodes too that's really? such a fucking good one yeah one of your favorites one of my favorites like top Where's 10 cop? i don't know about a top 10 that Nigga, shut up then rank. what the fuck is going on i like i like all those <laughs> don't like give me don't give me one of my 10. favorites no, because like I don't rank them. I don't have like a list like this one. Yeah, I, I but when I when you say one. when you hear the phrase top ten, your brain immediately like it doesn't necessarily like you. It didn't, doesn't even seem like it's close to the top ten because you just it's it might not, yeah it's not in the top ten. So don't tell me it's your like, favorite. You're goddamn liar. I didn't say it was my favorite. I said it was one, of one of my, of my favorites. favorites. One of my favorites. So one what? Of my favorites. You got a thousand favorites. Uh yeah. There's so many fucking good Simpsons episodes in those fucking eight seasons, man. I'd have to like look at it list by list. You can say like, that for every episode that's a from good one. season two to okay nine. The one where Bart starts dating Reverend Lovejoy's daughter is that's a is great, a great one. one. That's probably time in to my strut. top ten. Exactly. <laughs> That's a great episode. It's like, wait till she sees the shoddy job I did on these <laughs> did steps. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, fuck it. What's the top ten for me? Um, the one where Bart becomes hall monitor or whatever because he does the ride along. Oh, I do remember that. That's a good. And one. then he doesn't want to snitch. And then yeah. Lisa goes bad because she gets a fucking B Correct. plus or whatever. And then he has to help her like pull off a prank or whatever. And no, then, no, no, no. He, he takes, takes the fall the for the yeah. yeah he takes because she heat. steals all the all the textbooks, all the teachers' textbooks. That's right. What's the one where they had to prank Skinner? And someone was in one of those big balloon balls and then on the roof. And then they just rolled off the roof. Maybe it wasn't one of the kids. Something was thrown off the, the school roof onto Principal Skinner. And I'm pretty sure it was Lisa. The though. giant tomato. That's it. Because he's bending over to tie That's shoe, it. That's and it. And Bart's holding her giant tomato from the science fair. And she's like, Bart, hold my, hold my, my tomato. Yeah. And he's just, and she's like, don't let anything happen to it. And, and like, then he bends over to tie shoe. And then like, even the view of it, like his <laughs> butt is like the whole like screen. Like Bart's brain is like, I gotta do this. <laughs> I love the Simpsons, man. They're amazing. It's an amazing show. Um. It's it's nice to have you here. This is a full episode. This is episode twenty five. I will say we probably won't do a theme uh this week, mm. and for for reasons that you'll figure out in technical difficulties in just a minute. Yeah, yeah. not even technical difficulties. Just fucking life. True. Just just life. More True. just more. You know, um, I don't even know where to start. See, it was like I don't know. I spoke from the heart, and it was fresh. 
yesterday when we recorded. Yeah. And like today has been really heavy with it. Mm. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I've uh, just got to pay respects to a uh, beloved uh, comedian of the Toronto comedy scene, Nick Nemiroff, uh, who tragically passed away. Mm. Um, my condolences to his family, to all his closest friends in the comedy community. And to literally the whole community, I love you guys. Um, super sad. Super sad. Uh, Nick was like, literally, uh, you're going to hear the same thing from every person, but it's like, he was so genuine and and so nice, man. Mm. The guy was just overwhelmingly, like, just joyful to be around. Mm. Um I got to spend some time with him. I've done a bunch of shows with him. I always made like sure to walk with him and stuff. I don't know why, but like I distinctly remember walking home with him a couple times and like those conversations. I think it was right after he did Conan hmm. in 2018, which by the way, he did Conan O'Brien yeah, like that's an amazing feat. Like this like he's 1 year younger than me, which is fucking heart-wrenching. Mm, yeah. Um and uh like I just Loved his sense of humor, his deadpan, fucking uh, misdirection. Mm. He was literally the king of that shit in the scene. Like, literally, bro, he was one of those guys that everybody would just watch, mm -hmm. you know? And, and, and when you're a comic, unless you're new, when you're new, you tend to watch a lot more. Sure. But once you're seasoned and you're in it, like, you're either bouncing around from show to show yeah. or you're in the green room. Or you're in the bar area with the other comics right, chatting yeah, it up yeah. or whatever, you know? Yeah. Very rarely, like, if you if you were on a show with Nick, would you be doing that shit? Like, huh. you'd be watching his set. He was so fucking hysterical, man. Just goofy as shit. Yeah, definitely a unique talent, for sure. Super unique. I would highly recommend you go and look up uh, his Conan O'Brien set. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of stuff. Nick Nemiroff, N-I-C-K-N-E-M-E-R-O-F-F, -E 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 I do believe. Um... Yeah, man. The only thing I'm I'm happy I'm happy that I actually told him that I loved him and I respected him and that I was inspired by him. Like, dude, when he got Conan, like, dude, the, like he's on this fucking like he's one of the few things on here. Like that guy is highly influential to my life. And for sure. And like I just looked up to this dude for having done that. He was like my fucking hero. Mm -hmm. And the, like. I think a bunch of comics rallied together around like comedy bar and stuff yeah. and they actually like tuned in and they put it on. <laughs> they do that a lot, which I do love. That's cool. Um, yeah. Before the pandemic, the scene was was not necessarily a lot uh, divided sure. or but it was definitely like toxic. You know, like there was there was a lot more like infighting and, mm. and shit talking and and gatekeeping and yeah. all this stuff. Since the pandemic, I'm very happy. To, I'm very, very happy to see, like, there's been such a turnaround. And I think it's because a lot of people have had to spend time, you know, locked in. Yeah. And I, I, I've actually had a conversation with a comedian who said that exact thing. <laughs> I was talking about this last time, but um, not even to mention names. But he even said before the pandemic, he himself felt like he wasn't really, like, good for the scene. Sure. You know what I mean? And yeah. And... Did a lot of soul searching in that time and even took some extra time hmm. and is now back in the scene. And he feels like he said he even, he even feels like he he's a lot more in involved and like talking to people and having great conversations. Right on. And I just feel and you've been coming around with me. Yeah. 
Like you've been seeing, like dude, everybody's talking to everybody. Yeah, I've noticed that it's a very um, uh, close knit scene. You know, there's not yeah, a man. Of, there's uh, a lot more camaraderie. Yeah. I do have to big up a lot of the newer comics who are responsible for this because, like, the old guard is kind of washing away, mm. and and the older the OGs of the scene that are still around. Um, like a lot of them weren't negative, but there were some who held on to that fucking old school. You know, like gotta pay your dues. Not even pay. You do have to pay your dues to some extent. Yeah. Um. But not even that. It's just more the attitude they they held towards new comics. Sure. And and just like new styles and all this stuff, like. Mm. Not like that shit's all gone, man. Like That's people good. are a lot That's more good. appreciative of each other. Yeah. People are more giving than I've ever seen of spots huh. in stage time. Yeah. It's been really beautiful to see, but like that dude, Nick Nemiroff, was. Always that hmm. in the in the scene. Mm-hmm. I don't think you will find a person to say a bad thing about this guy. Um, and like the Conan thing was just scratching the surface. Like he's done so much. He he was really building uh, popularity in the states. Um, like yeah, he was gonna be huge. Hmm. Like no doubt mm-hmm. about it. He reminds me a lot of like Norm. You know, like. Not that he had Norm's style, but that he was so uniquely himself. Sure, yeah. Like yeah. nobody is Norm McDonald, you know what I mean? Like no yeah. one could co- and no one could copy Nick Nemiroff. Like Sure. Like even his just de- his delivery is just so unique. I don't know, man. It's it, yeah, today was really heavy, bro. Shed a bunch of tears mm-hmm. and uh I'm r- I'm right there with with all the comics uh, all around the world that are mourning for for Nick. Huge loss, man. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, that's that's terrible. You know, but I do also like I do also want to credit the the community, man. Mm-hmm. Like this is a really beautiful feeling. Um Yeah, it didn't always used to be like this. Sadly, some other scenes mm-hmm. still are kind of like smaller scenes, oddly enough, are are holding on to some of this mm-hmm. gatekeepy, yeah. like fucking weird, not helping each other out. Well, and that's kind of the nature of a smaller scene too, right? Like you have established people in it who sort of help bring it there and are helping to maintain it. So I guess sometimes it kind of just works out that they kind of, you know, the ego kind of inflates that mentality is, is so wrong. Yeah. Like if, if, if you are an artist that refuses to like, if you're an artist with a platform that refuses to put certain artists on that platform because you're afraid uh, that they might outshine you. You sure. are a pussy. Yeah, for sure. Like, you are a fucking pussy. Exactly. And you're probably not even good at what you do. Yeah. Like 100%, you're probably not even good at what you do. Well, and there's the reality that, I mean, you know, no matter what, there's always going to be someone better who comes along. You know what I mean? Always. Or, or like does something a little differently that's a little more appealing because it's fresher or whatever. And you can't let that fuck with you. You know, you got to allow that to happen because, you know, audience audience uh um uh not approval but reception kind of it kind of moves almost like in waves you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. they might kind of gravitate like they kind of might move towards something else but every now and then you know they'll they might get bored of that or whatever you know like that might play out a little bit and then they'll kind of kind of wash back you know what i mean like you know it'll be like oh i wonder what's been going on with zeus it's been a fucking while since i checked him out you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it's not always the way it goes. And not every every audience member, not every fan necessarily 
comes back like that, but it is sort of, I don't want to say cyclical, but it, it almost is, you know what I mean? Like In a sense. It moves forward and backward. It's, it's, it goes in all directions, so, you know. Yeah, yeah, 100%. That, literally, that's just fucking life, man. Yeah. Like, yep. sometimes you're going to be up, sometimes you're going to be down. And, you know, you got to be able to move with that and Correct. change with that and adapt, you know? like Correct. You're and never um, going to be at, in one spot and at one level all the fucking time. Like, you kind of you kind of got to work to, like, move upwards towards something. I'm such an artist, like, to my core, man. Sure. It's funny because only recently did I start really referring to myself more so as an artist mm -hmm. than a comedian. I am a comedian. I am a fucking comedian wholeheartedly. That yep. is my artistic outlet. That is my output. But, like, mentally, bro, I think all artists are the exact same. Yep. Like, there's a reason why artists click and connect mostly. Mm -hmm. Obviously, there's other layers to that, like, personality and like individual like sensibilities and all that shit you're sure. not gonna get along with every artist no never but artists are all the same and the only difference is is the output yep i'm yep. a comedian you're a videographer or you know like musicians mm -hmm. fucking painters fucking yep. this and that you know it's um and I've really started to embrace that but also feel it more man like i care so much about comedy mm. that when and I've been in it long enough now to really, like, spot when someone's in it for not the right reason. Yeah, right. And, you know, like, that's not for me to judge what the right reason sure. is. Yeah. When I, like, when it's just money and fame and just, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, no, man. Like, that's that's not art. No. You know, that's no. Just, you just, uh, just, that's just capitalism. Correct. It's just commercialism. And, and it's like, you know, you can, you can do that. It's like, I've waited 11 years. I'm not really waited. Mm-hmm. But it took 11 years. It didn't even take 11. I felt like I was ready to do some of this stuff a little bit ago. Yeah. But at a certain point, man, I just I just allowed myself to breathe without mm -hmm. that extra pressure, which isn't even necessarily external. It's mostly internal. Sure. I'm like, I got to do this by this date. And then you're you're getting influence from other people and you're also getting advice from like OGs who are telling you like do this and that make sure. these moves and these moves. Yeah. It's like I really it's not that I was waiting to be perfect. Mm -hmm. It's that I was waiting to be supremely funny. Mm. And it's not even a, like a question anymore. Yeah. And this isn't my ego speaking or anything. This is like this is the reputation I've built for myself now within the scene from comics and audiences like i went to nubian this past weekend yeah. and i had an audience member be like what the fuck zeus when are you gonna be back on the show like you were with me one time when i was in the car what was it? remember that day that i was talking about like i'm not looking for fame yeah. like it's not yeah. like but i'm starting to get like recognized in the city and shit <laughs> yeah. and literally we're turning the corner on the street and some random strangers like yo you're that comic yeah i seen you bro you're really funny yeah like that didn't they know your name I don't remember. Or did he just I don't want to like if he didn't I don't want to say he did but he remember like like he He definitely recognized he you. He recognized yeah, me and said I've yeah. seen you and you're fucking hilarious. Exactly, so yeah. You probably saw me before the pandemic. Probably, yeah. So like, you know, but like Yeah, I didn't recognize him. I've had couples stop me in the street. I was walking to a show one time and um like I was like where was I? Like near University Avenue and okay. a fucking like busy like dude Traffic was full. Yeah. Light was green. This yeah. guy stopped with his girlfriend in the car. He's like, Black Zeus, yo, you're Black Zeus. You're fucking <laughs> hilarious, bro. We saw That's you at nuts. Nubian. <laughs> I'm like, so that shit, like, that is now 
I'm, 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 there's no waiting, bro. Yeah. Now I can take all those fucking ideas I've had and I've been waiting to feel this way about, uh, my, myself sure. in this, in, in this game of my, uh, in this game of ours, you know, yeah. this comedy game. Yeah. Um, now that I have all those ideas, like yeah. I'm not even like, it's because I've had these ideas. I was eager to fucking do them. Sure. But I just knew after, and after a certain point, I just allowed myself to breathe, bro. I'm like, just wait until you feel it. Yep. Now I feel it, and it's like, I'm ready to fucking fire on all cylinders. And I feel like it'll actually, it actually is to my benefit now, having not done them at the time that I conceived them. Because mm-hmm. I wasn't ready to. Yep. I wasn't ready to actually execute to the highest potential that those ideas can can reach and that's an important realization to have too. correct yeah yeah man because you can't just you can't just fire them out you know not everything sometimes you know if that's just the way it goes then that's just the way it goes but you can't expect that rapid fire mm-hmm. kind of rate of production to happen for everything like some things need to gestate you know and some ideas need to take some time to form mm-hmm. you can't just like force them out it's uh yeah it's definitely a good point man it's um it's definitely time now, though. And and the thing that I feel good about mm-hmm. is that it's been 11 years and I've had a lot of ideas, like really good ideas. Mm-hmm. And some of them, you know, like it's what happens when you're an artist. Other people will have those ideas eventually. Of course. Yeah. So that's why it is kind of important to also you do have to pull the trigger at some point. Yeah. Like you can't just sit on it forever. Correct. But you got to let it, you know, if it's if it's forming, you got to you got to move with that. But now I literally have years worth of ideas yeah. and enough so that I don't even feel stressed. Like as long as I continue to do what I'm doing and continue to build the right relationships. Yep. And I, I already have that. I, I have everybody and everything in my life that I will ever need That's awesome. to literally fucking reach the stars. Yep. And everybody's coming with me, bro. <laughs> like everybody's coming with me, bro. I cannot fucking wait. And the reason I can say everyone is coming with me is because over time I've weeded out all the fucking the like, you know, the the negatives in my life. Yeah. And I I have a tight core fucking group. Of, of friends and also my friends have skills yep and it's time for us all to come up together bro i'm so excited because i've been putting me, 11 years and so has everybody else sure you know, it's like yeah i'm so excited man and well you um, know i'm excited to come along on this uh on this journey with you it's gonna be fucking dope bro yeah I, I see big things it's already like it's already starting you know like yep. i don't know man it's good chemistry so far i'm very excited <laughs> but like moments like this with nick nemiroff passing man it's like it's a really sobering moment for man. sure it's for a sure. really just heartbreaking sobering moment it it's like like if there's still some holdover in the toronto comedy scene if there's mm. still some holdover in in any comedy scene in canada right now because the whole country's fucking real all the comics and like in the states too you know yeah if, if people still kind of have that begrudging fucking attitude still mm. like through this Get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah, like we really. don't need that or have time for that. That's it, yeah. It's it's no longer like your time has come, bro. If you're one of these dudes that's just negative, mm. gatekeepy, refuses to help, or not even necessarily help, but just like fucking be with the community, man. Yeah. Be a part of it. Don't stand in people's way. Correct. Yeah. Like no more of that shit. Yeah, man. that's and, um, that needs to stop. Yeah, man. I'm so happy that Nick released his album. Like he mm. Like, dude, in the in the time that he did it, in the time that he was here, man, he really fucking carved a, a, a niche for himself. 
and this is like even more heartbreaking to know just how much further he was going to go. Like, boy. yeah, those are always the those are always the thoughts that kind of break you, right? Um, is like what could have been. Yeah, yeah. I might even, you know what? Like, yeah, we're like, I'll end it here. Sure. But we're not gonna do a theme yep. this week. I'll actually, I'll, I'll get something of Nick's and put it at the end of this episode. That's a that's a classic. Um, but so yeah, that's a nice as, tribute. As we're still here, yeah. uh, this is your first time here, but you will definitely be back. <laughs> yeah. Please, Luke, let the people know where they can find you. Where can you find me? I'm on. Uh, I'm uh, the mo- the best place to find me is on Instagram. Uh, I'm under Luke Maniac. Luke L U K E, of course, with the French spelling. We went over this before, but I, you know, I've it's Luke. Been, it's come up enough times in my life that I need to specify. I'm that. still wondering who the fuck in Canada would look. Oh, okay. We're in Canada. I just said that out We're loud. We're in Ontario. I just We're said bound that by law. As soon as I said it, I'm like, uh, our French bilingual. brethren. Yeah. Francophone brethren. Um, uh, Luke underscore maniac. That's spelled as it's normally spelled. If you know how to spell. If you don't, that's not a shot at you. You know. <laughs> it kind of is. It kind of. Uh, is. I mean, I mean a little bit. What's your excuse? We got we got phones. How are you not reading on your phone? You know. But uh, you know, if, if you don't know how to read, maybe I'll teach you. You know, send me send me a DM at. But Luke underscore maniac on Instagram. I'm just happy that you're cool with the term white slave. Like, Absolutely. That, that warms my heart. Man. You know what? It's time. It's 2022. I should be comfortable with acknowledging <laughs> that I'm a white slave and not have any resentment about that. You know, I've had a pretty good Patrice run. O'Neal would be so happy right now. Man. <laughs> Patrice O'Neal would be so happy. That's an honor. I, I, I respect Patrice O'Neal a lot. I respect <laughs> his talent. Or, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah. That's cool. I'm cool. Much love, bro. I can't wait to have Fucking you on. Uh, on some more. That's what I was going to say. Absolutely. And to you guys, I love and appreciate you guys. Before we leave, I have to, I have to give a shout out. Uh, I was at a comedy show recently, and I ran into my boy, uh, Jesse Singh. Really a funny comedian. Um, And he was talking to me about his girlfriend. His girlfriend is a fan of the show, okay? Um, So he's like, yo, my girl is always talking about you and sending clips of your podcast and shit. And I'm like, that's amazing. (laughs) Tell her thank you. Sure. Also, does she subscribe? And he just blank stared me for like 30 seconds. And I'm like, what the fuck? And we went, I went on this whole thing. I'm like, everybody fucking supports, but nobody subscribes. For the love of God, please. If you guys like what I do, yeah. and I've talked to a lot of you, so I know there's more than the ones that are subscribed. First sure. of all, let me talk to the ones that are subscribed first. <laughs> I love you so goddamn much. You guys are the shit, and thank you for the love and the support. It wouldn't be anything um, without you, though. Thank you also to those who are not subscribed yet for the love and support, but like, hit subscribe on YouTube for me, please. Yeah, what's the big deal? It's a yeah. single button. It's a Just single button. It. Even if you don't watch second. the videos, hit that subscribe. It Let's helps it. with the algorithm. Yeah. I know that the YouTube page is kind of ugly right now. I'm working on it, bitch. Just let me get there. You know what I mean? But you can subscribe for now. Yeah. How subscribe many, to the YouTube. How many pointless, ridiculous things are you subscribed to, subscribe <laughs> to already? Just add this one to it. Thank it's you. actually quality. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Fucking leave a comment, you know? Like the videos because all, all that helps. And I know you don't really think about it because you're not in the game like that, but it helps so much. So and much. I would really appreciate that because you're already here. You know what I mean? Um, I love y'all so much. I am AKA Black Zeus on all social media. Um, we're here every Wednesday, Black Zeus the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, all that good stuff. And uh, once again, man, 
Uh, R.I.P. Much love and respect always, always to Nick Nemiroff and my condolences uh, greatly to his family and to the entire uh, Toronto comedy scene and the world comedy scene because we lost a true gem. Love you, Nick. God bless everybody. Every year, me and my family go away for the April Fool's holidays. Last year, we went to Jamaica. It was pretty fun, you know, did some swimming. Built a snowman. <laughs> snowman. This might surprise some of you guys, but I actually do identify as a white guy with dreads. <laughs> I dread the past, the present, and the future. <laughs> I would describe my style of stand-up as aggressively deadpan. Someone described it like that once, and I thought that was an apt description. The things that had big influences on me in comedy were uh, Mitch Hedberg, for sure, and Dimitri Martin. Uh, Homer <laughs> from The Simpsons. <laughs> I am feeling excited and nervous. Classic combo. What's up?